I tell you what, that was a great call on your part. That was a great call. Oh. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crazy Kickle Bold Predictions. Uh, we got Tommy Viscarello here, and we got Kyle Bernardo here. What's going on, everybody? And uh, we're down here talking about uh, football in episode three. Uh, let's see, we got the semifinals coming up, Ooh. and... Uh, we got the Eagles against the Falcons, and uh, somebody here predicted the Falcons correctly. Yeah, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, they were sitting third in the division, which they finished, but, uh, you know, losing record, everyone doubting Matt Ryan, and I'm not saying Matt Ryan, you know, is a top five quarterback or anything, but they still have the same roster as last year, and they're still a strong team, and... Yeah, I gotta, I gotta give it to you because I, I had no, I called that they want to make it. I'm right? pretty sure I said, I think the conversation went that they were five and nine, or or they were uh, five and five, and I said they would end up six and six oh, and ten, 10 or and, something. Yeah, and so, I was like, yeah, yes, that was exactly. I was <clears throat> on board for them not making the playoffs, so that was a good right, call. Right, good call. There, yeah, I mean, my only good call I had, so I'll, <laughs> I'll yeah, brag about take that. A stride, I, yeah. I, I was, I was thinking about putting in our past predictions, but I looked at some of mine. I was like, oh god. <laughs> Hey, I had the I had the uh, AFC pick perfectly. Other yeah. than Tennessee, I had the Jags winning the wild card and Tennessee winning the division. But other than that, wow. I That's was on the money. Yeah. I had the uh, yeah I had the the Jags winning too. Uh, I what did I, I think I said that the Titans yeah I could probably hit, hit that. But I think you picked the um, in the AFC. You ended up picking um, yeah Jags and Titans. I think. Do you have the Bills in? No, I was I, one of the I was one of the few that did it. Yeah, I had right. Baltimore. Baltimore. I did not have. Oh, I had Baltimore. Yeah, you yeah, right. Baltimore. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so I mean, not not good picks, but uh, you know, some of us have a few good ones. Um, so let's talk about the Eagles and the Falcons. I am going to go a little bold here, just because everybody's picking the Falcons right now because no Carson Wentz. I think that the Eagles' defense and Nick Foles is. He's a competent quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, it agree. was 2014, 2013, around there, where he had 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. I was yep. just looking at the other day. Or Chip something, Kelly? Something like that, yeah, with Chip Kelly. And he, he was a very competent quarterback. So I think as long as he doesn't make mistakes, I think he has a possibility to win this game. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to argue against that because I do, think the same. I really think. Oh, you do? You don't well, have the Falcons? I have the Falcons winning. Oh, okay, okay. I think it'll be a closer game than... Well, actually, I think it'll be a close game. Uh, yeah. I think Philly's defense is, you know, up there. And I think if they can just, you know, I think it's important to stop the running backs of Atlanta. That's and, true, yeah. And I think Philadelphia has the linebackers to do that. And not only that, but you got to stop Julio Jones. Right. Which I think the the Eagles have shown that they can stop big-name uh, big wide receivers. And right. so if they take away him, who do they have? Mohamed Sanu, right. um... Taylor Gabriel, right, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, are they really going to beat them with that against the Eagles' defense? I don't know. Right. Who do right. you have? I, I I like the Falcons in it, 
but I could see a scenario where the Eagles do win this game if if you if the Eagles can somehow contain that offense to keep it within you know. 17 points in the fourth quarter. I think mm-hmm. Foles could exactly could, could pull it out. Touchdown. I, yeah, yeah, but and the weather's a factor too because right. it's in Philly. Philly has and true. they haven't had a home game in the playoffs in what ten years. That's they're, true. They're how many how many games has Matt Ryan done well in outside this year? I haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm guessing not too many. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he hasn't done very well all year. I mean, <laughs> right. you said he's not a top five. I would say he's on the fringe of the top ten because yeah. he has the talent, but he just hasn't really put it together this year. Right. I, I would put it like this. I would. I the Falcons are favored. But I would probably take the points. I think it's three and a half right now. It's three. I, I actually put a bet on yeah. it today. Uh, Shane put it on uh, my bookie. Yeah. I put five dollars down that the Eagles, Eagles. would at least uh, be within two. Because if it's three, yeah, they got to stay within right. two. So. Now, how do you guys see Philadelphia attacking this defense? Like with Nick Foles as a quarterback, I see do they a run lot the ball of, more. I see a lot of dump down passes. Okay. To um, who is it? Smallwood is he playing? Or, I mean, they, they have, have J.J. J. J. and Blunt, but yeah. they don't... Pe- they got Corey Clement. They have Smallwood. Corey Clement, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, yeah. So I think they a lot of check down passes. And not only that, but short stuff across the middle. Zach with, Ertz. Um, yeah, Zach Ertz, right. Aguilar. Yep. Um, I think if you just run a lot of crossing routes, that Falcons defense is a little... Well, they have they have some strong linebackers, but right. they've been showing they that they can give up, give up yards. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's a toss-up game. It's gonna be a good game. game. It's, yeah, gonna, it's gonna, gonna be a great game. game. I could see it being a blowout towards the Falcons. I, I you know what I mean? Not, it's I one of those things. Yeah, but, yeah that, I, I could if full struggles, but uh, it should be a good game. Anyway, let's move on to Saints and Vikings. This is my favorite game of the week. This is gonna yeah, be a great sure. game. Yeah, and it's gonna be a great game. I personally, or you guys want to. I'm gonna say I think the Saints are gonna win. Hey, I got. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, I, I like the Saints. Um, but it's tough to pick against it Vikings at home. Yeah, at home yeah, and that defense, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could be that one of those games where they win 13-10. to Because yeah. I, I don't see Case Keenum lighting up the Saints no, defense. Yeah. And that's right. the biggest thing that scares me about Minnesota is Case Keenum. Who would you, right. who would you trust in a 13-10 to game? Drew Brees. And I think that's what's out. What would you rather have that defense of Minnesota? No, Drew Brees. So you think, you think if, if the game is a low-scoring game, you think also, Drew Brees Also, the Saints would win defense has been good this year, too. So you got to factor right. that nope, in. Right, that yeah. Not only do they have Drew Brees, their defense has been really solid. Your pick for uh, off, or defensive rookie of the year, Lattimore, yeah. I think is going to hold up. Yeah, um, absolutely. A, a lot, I've, I've seen like a lot of people saying that's who they're picking, and uh, I think Collinsworth even said it when he was wow. calling the game. He's got a pick for all those, and yeah. Um, it's gonna be that, that's gonna be a good game to watch. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's, I think it's gonna be tough for Drew Brees to win that game, but I think he will win that game. I, I can definitely see it. Um, moving over to the AFC, we got Pats Titans. Now, the obvious choice of the Titans because the Pats suck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, obviously, the Pats will probably roll here, but I mean, is there a chance that the Titans upset him? If or Mariota, Tom Brady, yeah, that's what I mean by Mariota can keep throwing himself <laughs> touchdowns, and yeah, he's definitely exactly, got a shot. Yeah. But he's no, I, I don't think so. I Patriots got to beat themselves. Yeah, that's. Unless unless, unless they turn the ball over three times that's what I'm saying, and Derrick yeah. Henry, Henry runs for yeah. I think that's their, their only hope is really I think they need to control the clock with Derrick Henry. But Mariota's got to make some deep throws. and, and sure. I don't know if he's got the weapons, and yeah. I don't know if he's... 
Yeah, Delaney Walker's pretty good, but we got Pat Chung, who's actually really good on uh Yeah, and who else do they have after that? They got the rookie. Who, um, Tennessee? Yeah. They got Corey Davis. That's the rookie. Yeah, yeah. Rashard and, Matthews. Yeah, Rashard Matthews hasn't done anything right. Eric this Decker. Year. Eric Decker. Big okay. Dick Decker. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know that name. From <laughs> yeah. uh, so, he, uh, no, I mean, he's killed in the past, which... Means he could still do it, but I mean, who knows? Yeah. Mariota did show me something last week, though. Yeah, he did. I, I, I was he really impressed, yeah. but I don't think this is his week. Oh, I feel like a lot of that was momentum, though. I feel like yeah. he had the crowd and he started right. rose to the occasion. Let's say the momentum is completely opposite in Gillette Stadium. Come on, he's he's not going to rise. The problem is he's going right? to sc- I mean, he's going to have to score thirty to win the game, and I don't think yeah. that Tennessee Titans offense is built to score thirty. I will say he did that in Kansas City, which is one of the loudest stadiums. It's impressive. That's and true. It, yeah, that's and, true. There's a stat where in the past two years, uh, no away team has put over 20 points in Kansas City. So okay. And they put up, what, 20? 20, 24, 24. Which yeah. isn't much more. But it's still but, impressive. Right. But he, they, they had so many lucky they plays. They had a lot of calls go their yeah. way. Yeah. And that, that tip pass to himself, I mean. Right. How often is that's a one in a million chance? Exactly. Right. So I think we all can agree the Pats will most likely win. Um Steelers-Jags. Now, some people are saying the Jags' defense, but, I mean, I personally like Blake Bortles, but just you can't trust him. You know what I mean? I think he has talent, but eventually, down the road, I think eventually he turns into a better quarterback once he gets more experience. Mm. Because I think the raw talent is there, but I just I don't trust him yet. Like, I think Ben, Bell, and Brown. Is Brown playing for sure? Yeah, that's that's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And so... The, those I think those guys are going to roll, ultimately. Right. I think they can get through the defense. What about you guys? It's so tough because I feel like in the NFL, I'd rather have a better defense than a better offense. But That's true. This Steelers offense is just... I think it vastly you know, outperforms the Jaguars' defense plus Blake Bortles. You could argue it's the best offense in the league. Yeah. I mean, I mean probably top top yeah, receiver, are, top yeah. running back. Yeah, I, I mean, like. when, when they're, they're top healthy, five they're QB or something around top right. five. Yeah. yeah. I, I like. I think that the Jaguars are going to make this a game. Mm. True. Yeah. Uh, so with the defense, I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the Pittsburgh is going to struggle because I, I do think the Pittsburgh Steelers. They, there was a comment I think from one of the defensive backs saying like, "Oh, we're already looking to New England." To it's like game. You still got to beat the Jags. The Jags yeah, defense right. is legit. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, and they hey, don't forget they did beat them uh, in Pittsburgh. That is that's true. true. Five yeah. interceptions. Five interceptions. Was it yeah. Ramsey? So, Bouye, yeah. uh, pretty much everybody. Campbell even probably sacked yeah. him a couple times. I think times, the, I think the like, Lions yeah. at plus eight and a half. I would take. Oh, I, it's really I, I would. I would want really? the points. I would take the wow. Jags. Oh, I would take the points there yeah. too because I think but, it stays within seven. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, yeah. But um, it's not the Jags' year because I think that what I saw out of Bortles was probably the most pathetic thing. Right. I've ever seen yeah. last week. Me too. And that's why, exactly, I'm saying you can't trust him, but you feel that, that the Jaguars actually have something now put, going for him, right? Put, like you, next put, year. you put, like, um, I don't know, Case Keenum on that Jaguars team. And yeah. Even like a, a yeah. mediocre quarterback, you'd right. be like, all right, hey, maybe the Jags have a chance here, right. but you can't trust Bortles to make any plays. That's why <laughs> yeah, they need, they, you can't. They need to get Fournette going. They just. Yeah, that's the only way they're going to win this game, right? I would sell off the run. Get, yeah. And, yeah. And whatever happens, happens. If right. they, they just. Pounded down their throats, maybe they can eventually beat them. But yeah. anyway, let's go on to the conference final. So I think we can mostly agree that the Saints are going to. Um, well, I said the Eagles. Okay, actually, no, we can't agree on this one. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at Steelers Pats. Um, Saints, I have the Eagles. You guys have the Falcons. Um, I think we both agree that regardless of who they're playing there, the Saints win. 
right? Right. All right, so it's all pretty easy. I mean, they, good defense, great offense. You always trust Drew Brees. Uh, let's move on. Well, and actually, Steelers against Pats, that's that's the real question mark, right? Because yeah. Steelers, I think, are going to take this game. Bell, or I want to say Bell, Brandon, Brown. <laughs> it all rolls into one word. Uh, but, yeah, the Killer Bees, you know, I think they take yeah. it. I, I, I think... Um... I think they could take it. I like I like Brady and Belichick um, in that game versus Tomlin and, and it's funny because they don't like each other. <laughs> we'll get to that. Trust me. Um, Tomlin Roethlisberger coming in here, um, coming into Gillette. I then the I just don't trust him. You know, if yeah, I understand what you mean. Like if, if Baltimore's coming games, in here yeah. with with the when they were at the height of the power, I'd be like okay, yeah, they have a chance because this is the year. That, I think the Patriots are very beatable this year, but I don't think there's any team that can really beat them this year. Maybe I think the Saints you know might why, have the formula to do it, but mm-hmm. that's, you know why the uh, Baltimore team would would make you feel that way because the defense and right the Pittsburgh Steelers defense was decent this year, but then right. they lost Shazier, which is huge. Um, yeah, that, I mean that he, he was their central play caller. He's like the Tom Brady of their defense. Right. And, yeah, right, I mean, and I also it, think it hurts their chances for I mean, sure. I also think Brady in the last game didn't have his best game until the end. Him and Gronk. So I think if Brady can somehow That's figure true. it out earlier, we could be looking at a blowout like last year's. You think against the Steelers a blowout? Last year's was a blowout. Oh man, yeah. I, I'm not gonna call. I'm not gonna call a blowout. I think it, no matter what, it stays within seven. It, yeah, hey, I'm gonna say like is uh who's the wide receiver? Oh man, obviously they're getting Hogan back. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, Malcolm Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell. Is Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's. I think it's one of those like toss-up things. I haven't heard. I haven't yeah. heard one way or the other yet. I just. I'm gonna go narrative street. I'm gonna say Pittsburgh wins. There you go. Uh, if I remember after the Jaguars game, Big Ben said maybe he doesn't have it. You know. That's true. Maybe this you is it. you did say the narrative thing yeah. earlier in the uh, last yeah. podcast. That's right. So I'm gonna stick to it, and I'm gonna say Pittsburgh. Gets over the hump and uh, makes Super Bowl. Finally moves on. Yeah. Okay. So we got mixed reviews. Um, we, we all agree we, I mean, Saints. We all agree the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. And Steelers, Pats. And I I mean, I could give it to the Saints. Actually, I'm going to give it to the Saints. Because I think that this is the year that Drew Brees finally solidifies his place in the Hall of Fame. I think he finally... I mean, he's going to be in there regardless for the 70,000 yards. But mm. he's had, what, one Super Bowl ring, I think? One. Yeah. Oh, nine. Yeah. And uh, I think this is what solidifies his spot, you okay. know. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go New Orleans. Yeah, I'm the, Saints? the Saints. Yeah. yeah, I just think their running game's too strong. Defense is I playing know. well. Drew Brees is on fire. Michael Thomas, nobody can stop him. That's true. Yeah. Uh, they got it clicking on you know every aspect of the team. So I'm going to go New Orleans. It's hard to argue against Pittsburgh, though. Right. Well, I mean, it's hard well, to argue then, against New England. England. Right. I was going to say an angry yeah. New England team, which I, I want to bring <laughs> up. See, that's that's the thing too is. This doesn't when, feel who like are they a, angry yet though. This doesn't feel like, like a internally. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a Patriots Super Bowl year because of what's going on and, and everything. But you look at the NFL, the AFC is down. I mean, yeah, you're down. Right. Yeah, it's bad. Pittsburgh's the best hope to beat yeah. them and it's like a you know It's sad. Because it's, you have teams that yeah. didn't make the NFC which are like, Wow, if this was in the AFC, yeah. they'd give New England a good it's, game. It's a, it's a Carson Wentz Eagles, right. the Saints. Even the Seahawks, the, I feel like the if they're Vikings, in the AFC. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Even 
even the Rams, I think, right. would give them a run for their money. Not there's not experienced enough. No, the Rams yeah. got absolutely exposed. Yeah, like they're, I said, they're not they're experienced enough. But I'm saying, let's say they're clicking on all cylinders with Gurley and Golf. They could give them a run for their money. Mm. I mean, I, yeah, it's a cop out, but honestly, I don't really want to pick that game until I see how the Patriots are playing because. I get what you're saying. You know, yeah. I don't know how they're gonna react yet because of what's going on, and mm. I don't know. Brady could come out with his with his ass on fire and, and push them to the Super Bowl again. <laughs> That'd be or, a scary sight. Yeah. <laughs> or it could go the other way where they they start to struggle if Gronk gets hurt. So I don't know. I would have to. I want to see well, what it looks it's like. Well, it's a podcast called Bold Prediction. So make a bold prediction. <laughs> give me, give me the Saints then. There you I go. Would take the Saints nice. over bold the, prediction. Right now, to the Saints over nice. The, uh, nice. the Patriots. Yep. Nice. All right. So, I think we can all agree. Hey, we got the Saints winning the Super Bowl, and um, Drew Brees should solidify his spot in the Hall of Fame. Yep. All right. I think he's already done that, but that's. I think I, yeah. you're right. I that's think true. he has too. But I mean. This would just confirm it. Right. This would be his, like, percent. Yeah, exactly. First ballot. All right, so let's move on to the NFL offseason because that always brings a lot of interest. I mean, you got coaches moving around. You got players moving around. Who are they going to take in the draft, et cetera. Um, let's start with coaches. Uh, obviously, the two big ones, obviously, here in Boston are the uh, central, Patricia and McDaniels. Um, now, personally, I think Patricia makes the most sense in Detroit because they got Jim Bob Cooter to run the offense, and Patricia's a defensive-minded coach, so he'll take that side. Jim Bob Cooter with Matt Stafford. Uh, I think I mentioned something about Stafford being decent. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure exactly what I said. It was. Yeah, well, I think he's the best uh, game manager in football, which uh, you know maybe uh, eventually. Who knows? We'll have to, yeah, we'll, we'll, have to re- we'll revisit that in like yeah, ten yeah. years to see if he's gotten there yet. Uh, and um, but no, I think that Detroit with Patricia would make a lot of sense. I think they'd be a, a good uh, team. What do you guys think? I, yeah, I, I I like the fit because I think he he kind of looks like he belongs in Detroit, doesn't he? With the beard and he just looks like he's fit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, problem is, I don't know how good of a coach he's gonna be. You know, he might be an eight and eight coach. I don't see him being. Uh, yeah, he just doesn't seem like you a head think, coach you don't material. Think he's gonna be like, uh, I, I see him more as a. A ten and six, where they make the playoff barely, and then have this crazy run. But you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. I, I kind of see him doing that. I mean, You're right. I, do, You're I, right. I, I don't see him being a Belichick. That, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he. I'm. I'm the biggest fan. I think if you're ever going to hire a coach, you hire on the defensive side. I just. I don't know. It's, defense wins champions. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and you, mean, then you figure out the offense because I think the offense is all about the quarterback. To be honest. Exactly. Yeah. And you can figure out the rest. So, and I think he's got the quarterback there, and I think that's the true. defense doesn't. You know, the defense is okay. So, I, I don't know. I, I would say it's a nice fit. I just don't know how long it would last. That's yeah. true. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Well, I mean, Stafford's there for the next four years. You'd think they'd lock him up for the next next at least three or four. Right. Yeah, I, those, like, so. I think Patricia's the type of coach you got to give him a chance. Yeah. Don't give him one year and then let it flame out. He might be a two, three-year Exactly. He's got to develop yep. his players. I just right. feel like Detroit's such a weird team, like... They are weird. They're team. always. I just feel like they're a middle tier team. Like they were all in a on Abdullah, and now they're yeah. like he they sucks. need to get a running back. <laughs> and then they need a running they, back. They thought Theo Riddick sucked, and now they're like rolling on Theo Riddick. Right. Like, what team? What, what are you guys doing over there? Right. And defensively, they're you know they got Darius Slay, Zeke Lanza, but they have some talent, but they haven't yeah. really put it together. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I like I agree with Tommy. I think it'd be a good signing, but. I just don't think it'd be the like over the top signing exactly, where they're like yeah. a top NFC team. Exactly, they're a playoff team that mm. possibly could make a run because of the defense and quarterback. Right. Um, the other one, McDaniel's. 
Um, I think a lot of people are saying that he makes the most sense in Indy, and I, I think that makes sense because they got um, Andrew Luck, somebody who can run McDaniel's system. Um, although the only problem is they need a good defensive coordinator. I don't know right. who they have now, but they need to get better. That's for I sure. I think they ended up getting rid of the whole staff, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. But I, I don't think McDaniel's this is his year to leave. No, you think he's staying? Yeah, I think he's gonna stay. Yeah, I just don't think this is it for him. I think the Giants' job um, doesn't look as appealing because they hired the general manager first. I think I think if you could have brought Casario from the Patriots as well, he would have thought about it. Yeah. Um, And I don't think Indy, unless he absolutely loves Andrew Luck, which I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah. um, The owner, I don't know. The Indy (laughs) job just seems like, I don't know. But obviously good job security because uh, what's-his-name was there for way too long. Way too long. They give way too much leniency there. And, uh, I mean, but, I just thought it would be cool because it would be like a reemergence of the Pats rivalry. That would be a good couple of years. That and McDaniels be. coming from the Pats would just add a whole other layer to it. I mean, there's got to eventually be a team that, that emerges from the AFC to, to take kind of the, the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. eventually. But yeah. it just no one's there yet. In yeah. Pittsburgh, How Pittsburgh's many years? The, yeah. How long will Tom Brady play? Right. right. So, <laughs> hey, if that what a great storyline that would be. Andrew Luck and Josh McDaniels versus Bill or Bill Brady. Bill and Brady, right. yeah. That, that, well, that, would, that would be an awesome, awesome rivalry. For, for a year yeah. or two? I mean, why not? And know. then you could talk about, and it's funny that the same quarterback is on the Patriots, but, you know, 15 years ago is Manning Brady. Right. <laughs> right. right. The rivalry still goes yeah. on. Right. I mean, uh, Brady Luck, yeah. And if you think about it, it went from Manning in Indy to being the biggest rival of the Patriots to Manning in Denver. And that would be yeah, back to true. Indy with, with yeah. Luck. But yeah. who knows? It would just be quite the storyline. The other storyline that absolutely boggles my mind <laughs> is the John Gruden 10-year, $100 million deal. I Will John, Gruden, will John Gruden still be, like, senile in 10 years? It's I don't disgusting. know. I mean, it's, yeah. it's garbage. I mean, well, he's not that old. But, I mean, just <laughs> 10 years. What kind of, like... Uh, tenure is that. I mean, he doesn't need to try for the first five. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You never give a coach that much security. Unless exactly. They, unless you're Bill Belichick or you're, uh, I don't know. You just Bill Belichick. That's it. That's right. the only I mean, right list. now the league is, is Bill Belichick. Yeah. I don't know. Ten years to give. Uh, it's. I know they why they did it because they're moving to Vegas, but I think it's a stupid decision. Me too. It's kind of a desperate move, I feel like. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, it just is. to get a big name coach in there, you know, just to, oh, the Raiders are still alive, like, don't worry about it. And you know they'll like him because his approval ratings are good on uh, Monday Night Football. Right. So they got a whole other thing to add to it. You know, he'll be good in the press conferences, mm. the post-game shows. Or the post game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he's, he's what, sat in every, like, coach's, like, meetings I guess they've had if, like before a Monday That's Night true, Football game yeah. or whatever like he, he knows a lot of the schemes you hear him he's calling out plays that they're running like he knows a lot yeah and honestly I feel like uh, who's Al Davis' son um, Mark Davis yeah I'm pretty sure yeah. Uh, I feel like Mark Davis was just watching Monday Night Football one night <laughs> and saw John Gruden talking football and was like wow this guy would make a great head coach right, exactly. and then it was like you know what 10 years 100 million <laughs> sign this guy up that, that could have been what happened <laughs> Um, I just don't think you give 10 years to a guy that's been out of the league for 10 years. Yeah, that's, true. that's a long <laughs> yeah, time. It is a long time you removed. Know. So, hey, we'll listen to this in 10 years and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, yeah, exactly. The only way he'll know if this is a good deal is in, you know, 2030. Right. right, I mean, that, yeah. <laughs> is he really going to want to coach that long? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, another one that uh, is still up for grabs is the Giants. We heard rumors that Patricia would go there, which I completely don't understand because um, uh, Mara and Goodell are good friends, and Patricia is known for shitting on Goodell. I mean, he came <laughs> off the plane wearing a Goodell clown T-shirt in front of all the cameras after the Super Bowl. That is true. Uh, so I just don't see how that would quite work, but that's the rumor right now. I mean, Can I throw a name it? in there that um, I don't think will ever happen, but it would be really interesting? The Giants head coach? Yeah. Who? And I heard I heard about this. I, don't, I forget. I saw it on some website, but Nick Saban's won five in nine years. Oh, I would love if Nick Saban came to the Giants. I mean, what, As a Giants fan, that the only would be thing great. he's ever failed at is coaching an NFL team. Why not go to the Giants? He's but, had so much success lately. You can tell he's grown. the second pick in the draft. Right? Yeah. You can pick any quarterback you want. He'll take the quarterback that just won him the national <laughs> right, right. title. I mean, I don't... Th- Ooh, I, that's the freshman. I would yeah. put it at, like, negative 6%, but what a, that would be a great story. Yeah, that would be great. Story, that would right? be awesome, yeah. yeah. I would absolutely love that. But um, who knows? Uh, the other signing was the uh, Chiefs defensive coordinator... Uh, was the offensive coordinator? Offensive Matt Nagy. Oh, Nagy, Nagy yeah. yeah. Going to the Bears. Chicago Bears. Yeah. Um, which I don't really understand as much, because after you saw that game on Saturday, right. you just were like, what happened to the offensive coordinator? Does right. not know how to play, call plays? And there he goes, giving him a job. He went away from what was helping them win, and that was giving Kareem Hunt all the carries he could get. And right. what, he finished the game with 11 carries? Yeah, just stop. You know, <laughs> why would you do that? But, uh... Yeah, apparently he was high on Trubisky coming out of the draft. Yeah, but they ended up drafting Mahomes, so I think maybe the the connection there. Maybe okay. yeah, the yeah, yeah, know, see, the fact I, that I, I'm with you there. I, the whole I think that whole hire was for Trubisky, and yeah. I think that the Bears need to hit on that pick because they what they spent to get him. Right, so, so they're really hoping that that pick. Develops. So I think they, I think they're really trying to develop him. He might not be the coach. For Trubisky in five years, mm-hmm. but you know? right now he's the babysitter to develop. Yeah. yeah, I think I think yeah. this is all about developing, and then hey, if he can coach the team, great. We hit the jackpot, but mm-hmm. if not, at least Trubisky's gonna, to, you know, he's gonna grow. He's gonna give be given a chance, right. exactly. Um, so I think that's mostly uh, coach the major coach spots. Um, let's talk about some players, and uh, I think the biggest off story season or off season story is gonna be Jimmy G. So, I need a few minutes here with Jimmy G. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, as everybody knows, my team is the Patriots, and I've been prepping for the end of the dynasty for probably five years now. I thought in 2013 that the the window was closed, and basically I was proved wrong. They won, obviously, two more, and they're... I mean, let's be real, they might win a, a, a third here in the next Very couple weeks. Easily. Very easily could win a third. And they would bookend this dynasty with three out of four years twice, which is incredible. But I was ready for Jimmy G to take over. And basically what had happened was in 2014, they drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think that was the single most important factor to why they won the next two Super Bowls is because... Jimmy G coming in there, Belichick taking him under the wing. Brady said, you know what? Screw you, Belichick. Screw you, Jimmy G. I'm the guy here. I'm going to elevate this to another level. And I think he did that in 2014. 2014, his playoffs were spectacular. He didn't play great in the first half, first half of the Super Bowl, but you can't deny what he did in the second half of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in, in last year's Super Bowl, was that was Brady's, you know, 
that was his best performance ever in that second half. Right. So I agree. He propelled yeah. he propelled him. That right. was trademark yeah. Brady, right, right. there. <laughs> and, and and you can't sit here and say that wasn't going to happen without someone pushing him because he was getting a little. I don't want to say fat and happy because I don't think he was, but <laughs> he was getting he his performance had slipped for five straight years. He was That's he was true. he was down. And this year, at the end of this year, I was ready to hand the keys over to Jimmy G and, and trade Brady or whatever. Sounds that, like Bill Belichick was too. And it sounds like Bill Belichick was too. Mm. And to see what Jimmy G is doing in San Francisco, I will never forgive Kraft for and Belichick for what had happened. I don't think wow. it was Belichick. I think you should blame Kraft. Whatever happened there, I wasn't in there. I, I do believe Belichick had found the guy. He found Jimmy G. I mean, right. this was his this was his guy, and Brady yeah. forced his hand. And you can't exactly. blame Brady for it because, hey, you know what? Someone's f- going for your job. What do you do? You get better. You get better. Exactly. You get better. Right. And that's what he did. He did exactly what I would want him to do. But I was ready to give the keys to Jimmy G. And in 10 years, uh, if we win the Super Bowl this year, great. If we win it next year, phenomenal. But for 10 to 15 years, this Jimmy G trade is going to be the black stain on the Patriots dynasty. They had their Steve Young. He could have They had him. the next guy. And you know what they did? They, they they got away from the Patriots' way. What was the Patriots' way always been? I'd rather be a year too early than a year too late. Yeah. Richard Seymour, gone out the door a year too early. Um, Drew Bledsoe, traded within the division, gone a year too early. Ty Law, cut, gone. Right. Roy Malloy, gone. Right. Logan Mankins, gone. But Brady, you, you, you decide to go the other way? That, to me, is the biggest takeaway here is that you're doing the Patriots' way, but then when it comes to Brady... You decide not to. You had the replacement for the next 10 to 15 years. You could continue this out. Belichick could still coach his guy and still have a chance to win Super Bowl this year with Jimmy G. Mm. But they chose Brady. And you can't blame them from choosing Brady, but in five years, every Patriot fan is going to be sitting here saying, all we got was a second-round pick. <laughs> yeah, they could have turned for the, 17 years into 25. Right. Now, and they dropped the ball. 100%. Do you think maybe Belichick's a little mad because if he was able to win with Garoppolo, it could have proved like, all right, yeah. this was all Belichick pretty much. Now like, you're Belichick, right? Now you're Belichick. And I think you, that's the major spent, point. You right. spent four years on Jimmy G. And your owner tells you... Get rid of him. Your owner basically says, I'm not trading Tom and you're not franchising Garoppolo. What are you supposed to do? You're going to trade him. Right. And... All they picked up was one phone call from San Francisco. They didn't call the Browns. They just called San Francisco and said, what do you want for him? So Belichick, now in your mind, if you're Bill, you, you're going to draft another guy and do another four years with him? Right. No. That doesn't make sense. It, it would not shock me if this shortened Belichick's window, as in it might not be this year, it might not be next year, but if in three years Brady retires, he doesn't have the guy he thinks. He says, you know what? You're moving I'm on. I'm all set. I'm yeah. retired. I'm, I'm going to go live in Nantucket, and I'm done. <laughs> oh, my my thought on the whole thing was more that, if anything, Belichick would move on. Because I think Belichick is a very proud guy. He, he, The way he holds himself and he conducts everything is always, you know, almost military-like. He just yeah. makes everything to the point, no matter what, do your job, do everything perfectly. And I think he wants to prove that he's better than just Tom Brady. And that's the biggest takeaway for me is I think that he wanted to have Jimmy G so that he could move on from Tom Brady, win another two or three Super Bowls within the next, you know, 10 years and solidify himself as the greatest head coach of all time, which I think he is. Yeah, I mean, I but and now he can't because, oh, Tom Brady is still good at 40 
and 41. But what about 42, 43, 44? Right. You know what's funny, you know what though? I mean? We're talking about this, and the Pats are the number one team, and Brady's yeah, in the right. top two MVP discussion. That's true. Like, it's, it's funny. It's funny. See, yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I think this all goes back to, I don't think this is Bill versus Tom. I think it's Bill just doing what he does. He runs a factory. His, his, <laughs> the Patriots are a yeah. factory. Which is why he should have. He had the next guy. He had him. And that's yeah. why I think he was told otherwise. I think this um, Wickersham story yeah. that's come out I recently. I think the story's true. I think, I we've think been it's 100% about it. yeah. true. And people keep saying how, oh, this fact is wrong, this fact is wrong. I don't care the about the random facts. The basis is right. The yeah, basis exactly. is right. The whole point of the story is that there's a rift because of Jimmy G. And now I think one of the biggest reasons he traded him to San Fran for only a second-round pick is because he doesn't want to put him in the AFC, really. Um, and then he wants. He likes the kid. Yeah, he likes yeah. the kid. That's what I'm saying. And he so likes the kid. If he wants to choose from the NFC, where is he going to send him? Name one spot with a, a place where he might be given a chance. And don't forget the, Shana, the Shanahan connection. Connection, exactly. Yeah. He liked his father. Right. right? right. He was, uh, I don't know, good friends with him. Yeah. I, so, I know, uh, apparently, <laughs> Kyle spoke to him and uh, talked about the Super Bowl loss. And right. Yeah. I'm guessing Belichick saw, you know, got some respect out of that to see someone actually man up and, hey, what did you see in my offense that you were able to overcome and exactly. beat me? Exactly. Right. And not only that, but Kyle has such a complicated system, and so mm. does Bill. I feel like they just respect each other. Which is for, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy how, picked it up. And he just picked it up like that. You're right. right. And he won those five games, and I think Belichick is sitting over there seeing like, or sitting over there thinking, I told you, Bob Kraft. Yep. I told you. If you, if you have the next guy, nothing is worth the next guy. I don't care what That's we could true. have gotten. The, you had the next guy. I think Bill said, you know what, this is my this is my next guy. He, mm. and, and the problem is because I think Bill is not mad at Brady for forcing his hand, but he's he's saying, you know, I had the next guy, I developed him, and now my hand was forced because you're playing so well. But, right. but is two years of Brady worth the 10 to 15 you could have with Jimmy G? No. In Kraft's mind, if Kraft forced it, for two years of braiding, what a poor decision. Yeah, I mean, pretty much what he's doing. And, and it just sucks to sit here and, and and I feel like a greedy Pats fan. I won five, and I'm, I yeah. We're gonna well, win, at the we, same time. We're gonna probably win a six. I at mean, the same time, you're being practical. You're I'm thinking practical. about the future. I I've I been mean. on Jimmy G for ask Kyle. I've known yeah. Kyle for Ever almost two years year. now. I, I've he's been my guy, and I've been ready for the end of Brady. I was ready to trade Brady, not because I don't think he can win another Super Bowl, but it was getting close to that time. And I thought it was a smart decision, yeah. And in ten years, I think um, <laughs> this, it's gonna it's gonna bite. Yeah. It's gonna suck when the Patriots are eight and eight and San Francisco's wow. winning championships. Did you guys hear about how um, uh, the owner, uh, who's the owner or the general manager, John Lynch of the Forty yeah. Niners, asked? Um, so, are you trading? Oh, he asked Brady. And so, uh, apparently, the story is that he got turned down for Garoppolo and asked, "So, will you trade Brady then?" Yeah. And Belichick laughed in his face. What if? Uh, John Lynch said, you know, if you're going to trade Brady, I'll give you a second-round pick. And so Belichick then traded Garoppolo in spite of that for the same uh, equivalency of Brady just to throw it in Kraft's face. Saying that's all you're going to get because that's what I would have gotten for Tom Brady. Yeah. That's why I think he got less. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. uh, yeah, I think I think Jimmy G will turn into the next big thing out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And as a Niners fan, I yeah, am excited. As a Niners fan. Yeah, and as yes. a Patriots fan, I'm gonna. You know, right now I'm I'm happy because I'm about to win a six. But <laughs> call me in four years when I when Jimmy G's winning it and oh, and yeah. Brady's you know TB12 with Guerrero. Yeah, exactly. He's not even in the league anymore. He got out next year just so he can start <laughs> his TB12 franchise. 
But anyway, let's talk about the 49ers a little bit because if Jimmy G is going to succeed, they have a decent defense going. They have a good running game going with Hyde and Breida. Mm. They need some wide receivers. Now, sure. I like, um, what was it, Robinson? No. What was his name? Marquise Goodwin. Goodwin. And then they have... Well, they have Pierre Algebra Garçon. Robinson. Yeah, yeah. They Algebra. Do, yeah, Algebra Robinson. Yep. So I kind of like him and Goodwin, and they have Pierre Garcon, um, but they need another big name in yep. there because I mean, let's let's Goodwin and uh, Robinson are really like backup players, right? Kind of. You sure. need Garcon and another big name stud to really help Jimmy G. Would see. I, I go ahead, Kyle. No, I was just gonna say well, what I've seen from this uh, front office. I think he, they're gonna make a big splash, and they're gonna trade for a nice little toy for Jimmy G. I think so too. Uh, not sure who it is, but I just they, I feel like they're risk takers. Uh, One name that pops up might be Allen Robinson. Yeah, we he, that could be a possibility earlier. as a signing. I mean, think about him and Pierre Garcon uh, yeah. on both ends. I think Jarvis Landry is a free agent too. Oh, that would be, could yeah, be a signing. Yeah, so that could be. Jarvis, interesting. I think personally. I would like to build that offense like the Patriots offense. Mm-hmm. I would start with the tight ends, and I think yeah. Jimmy Graham would be a great fit yeah. there. Which could That's be, true. which be could definitely or, happen. Or go get somebody in the draft and start that way. But yeah. I agree, there's gonna be some toys for Jimmy G. Yeah. They have Kittle, right? Yeah, I mean, George he Kittle. Showed some he promise, actually, yeah, right? he actually. Um, not to bring up fantasy talk, but he was like the 17th highest scoring tight end. Oh, wow, 17th. I would love to see those numbers before Jimmy G and after Jimmy G. Yeah, before. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because I think, I think Jimmy yeah. G, his, his bread and butter is that, that, that intermediate route running. Right. I think um, a tight end is perfect. Like, that is his. Yeah. Jimmy G will always have you know that tight end. You know who else he's got? He's got uh, Huschek. The fullback. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He caught a few passes there and yeah. uh, even ran for a touchdown, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the highest paid fullback for a reason, dude. Yeah. Highest <laughs> paid in the league. But uh, honestly, it's amazing what Jimmy G has done. He transformed that whole offense. They dominated Jaguars' defense. They schemed it perfectly. I feel like he's even turned around the franchise a little bit because I feel like 100%. before they got him, they were kind of lost. They are like, okay... Who are we going to get in the draft? Right. Are we ever going to be good in five right. years? Now they're like, okay. Let me tell we you. We can actually bring people here because they actually want to play with Jimmy. Let me paint the picture this year. We started off with Brian Hoyer as our starter. We, As fans, we kind of had hope for the playoffs, as sad as it is. You know, new coach, new scheme. True. We had a little hope. And I that, even called them to make the wild card. Right, and that went down the drain. Yeah, uh, real, real fast. Quick, real quick. <laughs> So uh, Hoyer gets out, and we have C.J. Bethard, the rookie quarterback, who comes Bethard. in. Yeah, and uh, he did not look good. So no. uh, it was, it was all right. It, I mean, it wasn't anything special, right? So as you know, we're looking now at the draft. Like, okay, we're gonna have a top five pick. Do we look quarterback? You know, Josh Allen. Uh, you know, who are we gonna draft? And then sure. the trade happens for Jimmy G. And then all of a sudden, everything changes. There's the hope. whole franchise turns around. Right. And then you start seeing him play, and, you know, he beat Chicago. Oh, wow, what a crazy performance. Uh, you know, did pretty well against a good defense. Next game, uh, I'm pretty sure it was against Indy. Uh, they win that game. Okay, two in a row. All right, we're not going to go Jimmy G's game by game. Okay, okay. okay. All right. But anyway, so <laughs> Jimmy G is going to turn around that franchise. I yeah. agree with you. He killed it. And I think the game you most importantly want to get to was Jags, right? Right, yeah. That was the biggest game. Yeah, it was huge. That was, that was the uh, biggest who game. Who called that game earlier? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. He, I, right, right, right in the beginning of the week. Uh, Monday, yeah, that wow. Monday, I came in, I said, <laughs> he's like, locked. I said, yeah. I said, San Fran plus four and a half. That's like a game. I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, it's <laughs> really? a lot. Really? Wow, but yeah, they covered that and more. Yep. Yeah, that was that was impressive for mm-hmm. sure. Um, let's talk about uh, another big name quarterback that's uh, might be moving around this offseason, Drew Brees. 
Do you guys see him move, moving from the Saints? Yeah. I don't think they so don't either. have they don't have a yeah. contingent plan. They don't yeah. have nobody back there. Yeah, exactly. As long as Peyton's there, where does he want to go? This is already That's a good playoff point. team. Yeah. It already has a good defense. He already has two amazing running backs with Kamara right. uh, now an up and comer. Yeah, uh, and Mark Ingram obviously was always solid, never amazing. I think Kamara is eventually going to be better than him, but two solid running backs and uh, they're just rolling. I think if they're able to do this, it's just going to you know. Continue his longevity. If they're able to run the ball more than he has to throw, then it's only going to help him in the long exactly. run. Exactly. So. He doesn't have to throw as much. It's, right. it's perfect. Um, I think some other offseason things. Um, Giants need a running back. I don't know who they're going to get. I think Saquon Barkley if they want to take that route. Actually, you know what? That you would know? be a great choice. And that kind of brings us to our draft. Um well, for one, who really cares about the draft? Because <laughs> I do. Oh, no, no, no. But I'm, my point is that... You don't really care about it now because right. you don't know what they're going to eventually be. There's so many right. busts and everything. Right. But, uh, no, I agree. Uh, sometimes the perspective of getting that next big player right. is awesome. Yeah, because... I mean, you look at Dallas when they got Zeke. I mean. That's true. Turns the whole franchise right. around. And then they yeah. take a quarterback. Dak was drafted what? Second, third round? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and he comes in. He's the starter. And Zeke, they made the playoffs that year. So That's true. One move can definitely turn it around. That's true. Um, I think another thing is like uh, the Jags. Do they pick up a QB in this draft? I mean, do they believe in Bortles? I do personally. Alex Smith. Alex Ooh. Smith. You think Alex Smith goes to the Jags? Ooh, I would. I would like it. That would be a good pick. Yeah, I like it. Nice I like it. Too. Yeah. I I think the Eli thing might be a little overblown. I think um, Alex Smith would be a good fit there, but the Jaguars need to cut ties with Bortles and they need to right. draft somebody and still bring somebody else in. They so need, bring in, bring so in a do what Alex Smith had this year. He yep. had Patrick Mahomes behind him, pushed him to be better. Yep. So you're saying bring in Alex Smith and draft another yeah, high. The, ja- the, Jags, yeah. the Jags should be drafted around 20-ish, right? right? 25, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever. Yeah. Bring, bring, another, bring a quarterback in. Uh, in Baker, the high rounds. Baker Mayfield. One, two, three, right. yeah. 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 The defense, they're pretty set. I mean, do you yeah. think, they can waste a pick on the quarterback. Do you think Baker Mayfield is going to be the next uh, Johnny Manziel? No, I think I think I, think, <laughs> I can see it. No, no, because he's got the same exact attitude. Of yeah, him. exactly. Ex- yeah. He'll be better. Exact He'll be better. Attitude. I think, but I don't know. Yeah. That's my take. I I think he Baker Mayfield has um, stones, big stones, and I think uh, you need that in the NFL. He he might be undersized. He might not. Whereas Manziel was what? You I think Manziel was, was all hype. I feel. I think like. he was a little pansy. Like, That's true. Yeah, know. and he had Mike Evans. I did like. I was a Manziel fan because I I like that style of quarterback, flashy. I don't mind that. Yeah. And, but I think Baker Mayfield's a lot better than Manziel was. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, obviously the draft is. He should have won that game on, uh, last week. He should have yeah, won that game. True. His defense let him down. But, but I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is, and uh, we'll see how they perform uh, next season. And uh, speaking of next season, let's talk about some uh, breakout stars. My number one pick that I think, well, people already know his name, Marlon Mack. I think if Andrew Luck comes back and that offense gets rolling. He's going to have such a breakout season that I think he could be a top five running back. Now, simply because of the fact, let's say Andrew Luck is rolling, handing the ball off, he gets more yards because they're scared of the passing game, and he has little dump down passes. I think he could turn into a monster next year. Okay. You guys got any uh, breakout uh, stars? Yeah, I'll throw out a name, uh, Dante Foreman from the Houston Texans. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, he was the backup to yeah. Lamar Miller. And yeah. He ended up getting hurt and being out for the year, but he was, he was eating into the carries of Lamar Miller, had some flashes. And I just think Houston's not really sold on Lamar. Uh, the past last couple of I games, agree. they were yeah. starting to use Alfred Blue over him. That's yeah. right. And yeah. I just think they're not sold. And I think once Dante Foreman's fully healthy, he'll be the main guy. And he he'll was, be a beast, too. He was a rookie this year, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, 
a similar pick. You know, rookies this year. Right. Um, next year, what will happen? Do you have I, I like Patrick Mahomes. I, I oh, like Patrick yeah, Mahomes. that's a good call. I was kind of, that's a good, one. Uh, yeah, know, that's was, a good call. I like that he sat a year. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, true. I, I really do like that. Um, Learned. Yeah. yeah, and I think Alex Smith, you know, not the worst person to learn from. Not, you know? not at all. Um, yeah, true. He's... So I think Mahomes could be um, – he could put that Kansas City team interesting next year. Yeah. I think they need a little bit of help on defense. Well, they're getting Peters back, but I think they um, – um, I think he could definitely be someone that breaks out. Yeah, yeah I could definitely see that, especially because yeah. Kansas City already has a uh, a good basis to put around. Yeah, they got a great tight end, great yeah. running game. Yeah, maybe get him another receiver and, and roll. Yeah, yeah. The other one, uh, like you said, was Dalvin Cook. Yeah, obviously, like he was somewhat of a breakout star this year, and he could just keep rolling. I think he was a oh my god best running back to the he, next he, level. He, yeah. next he could year, have been yeah. up there with Cream Hunt and Kamara. Yeah, for rookie that's true. Of the year. Kamara is another good one. Obviously, already kind of yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, How about Derrick Henry from Tennessee? I know he kind of yeah. he kind of touched on it a little that bit. That was yeah another one I I, I picked because uh, you think he looked um, amazing this year. Right. He rolled, especially yeah. that last playoff well, game. Once yeah. he yeah, rolled, right. once he got the opportunity, Tennessee was yeah. so stubborn on. I'm pretty sure Kyle picked on that. You yeah, had Derrick Henry. Yeah, oh, you did. Oh, nice. Well, Tennessee was so stubborn on always using DeMarco Murray. Yeah. That, you know. They just never gave Derrick Henry the full opportunity, and he's he's showcasing it. I mean, he, he, he I is. think he car- not to say he carried them, but he's a huge reason as to why they beat Kansas City last week. Oh, for sure, I agree. I mean, what do you have? One hundred like fifty four yards, yeah. something like that. Huge and that huge touchdown run, exactly. that game sealing run at the right. end. I mean, yeah, I mean, he might huge. have already broken out, but I think he could be one of those like uh, like wow, this to is the elite. Next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a little like Carson Wentz, first year, second yep, year. That's you know, good way it, takes to put it. A, takes a giant leap. Yep. Now, obviously, not all of these running backs can, so we'll see which ones kind of you know fall off. Um, but one person I think that is going to obviously have a breakout season. Uh, I don't know if we've touched on him yet this episode, but uh, Jimmy G. You know, I oh, think he could. Uh, what the hell is he, that? He could have. A, I think he could have guy. an okay season next year. You know, pretty decent, as yeah. in like playoff. Here it is. I Here it is. It. Jimmy G is your MVP next year. Wow. Book it. Oh, book bold. it. Coming out bold. Book it. <laughs> um, Jimmy G is your MVP. MVP. I oh, I love it. <laughs> I can see it. Has oh, a nice... what a mistake! Oh, but man. yeah, Jimmy G is your MVP next year, and Niners get to the NFC Championship. Honestly. If you're talking about who is the most uh, valuable to the franchise, easily Jimmy G because he literally we turned that franchise around yeah. this year. I they mean, killed the dynasty. Killed the dynasty. Killed the yeah. dynasty. They That's might right. win That's one crazy. more, but they, he killed the Patriots. That's right. Um, I just got, want to give one more name. Ken, oh, of course. Kenny Galladay for the Detroit oh, Lions. Oh, uh, Mini uh, Tron? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. what they call him? Showed some huge plays this year, and I only think he's going to get better. I think he has a breakout year next year. Yeah, it was it was too bad because he had that great first game. Uh, he, I think right. he had two touchdowns, like almost yeah, yeah. 100 yards or yeah. maybe over 100 yards, and then he just he, he fell off, and then he got injured, mm-hmm. and he just never Lost really came back. After yeah. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, yeah, now that's another good one. I could definitely uh, see that happening. Um, let's talk about some potential flops. I mean – Obviously, I'm going to go with Frank Gore, the dinosaur, <laughs> all right? Because, I mean, this dude is awesome. I love Frank Gore. Hall of Famer. I think he's great. But, I mean, he just has gotten so old. I mean, can he continue to do it? I know he's not as old as Tom Brady, you know, but he plays a much tougher position. And, I mean, tougher as in he gets hit a lot more. I mean, every single time he's getting hit, whether he's running the ball, blocking, or going out for a pass, he's still going to get hit in one way or another, whereas... 
you know, quarterback doesn't always get hit. And I just think he it's finally the year that he's like, all right, I got to call it after this one. Uh, I get uh, – one name that pops in my head is Larry Fitzgerald. I just think – that's true. That's you know another year under yeah. the belt. I keep saying it. This is this is the year where he flops and he doesn't do anything. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep saying it. Yeah. I, no, I agree. And I, that I, offense is just going downhill. So I I stayed away from him because or in fantasy drafts because I thought this year was gonna be the, right. the drop off year, but nope. Yeah, he's still killing it. I, yeah. I got I got two name <clears throat> two names for you. Right. First is. Uh, Cam Newton, I think. Yeah, I think okay. I thought about it. I, That's I just, a good one. Yeah. yeah, I think he's just he's running on fumes at this point. I, that he's, he's living off that defense. Yeah, and I think uh, I think next year's the year he tails off and he just becomes your average quarterback. Yeah. I got another name for you. Oh, uh, let's hear it. TB twelve. Oh, TB oh, twelve. <laughs> he comes back to earth next year. Wow. Yeah, I, I can see it. I, I see. I, uh, see it. I see an. I don't want to say an average quarterback, but I see a quarterback that you can still win a championship with, but he's not going to carry you to the championship. True. With. I see a quarterback that needs a great, uh, needs a good defense and things to be somewhat perfect around him to to win a Super Bowl. I think that's Tom Brady next year. I agree. I mean, people are saying he's going to fall off a cliff. I think he's too. He's in too shape. good. Yeah. I, he, yeah. He takes too too much care of himself now, unless he's you know he tears his ACL because some. Linebacker rams right, his leg, right. you know what I mean. But uh, saying nothing like that happens. I mean, he he stays takes too much care of his body to just fall off a cliff, like uh, what was it Max Kellerman said. You know, I think he's gonna slowly degrade, slowly degrade, and then finally get injured. And you know, hey Tom, get the hell out of here. Right, enough you know? is enough. Yeah, enough is enough. Um, another one I kind of had was uh, Thielen and Diggs in uh, Minnesota. Now, oh, I, I like that. That's yeah. a, I like that's that. an interesting one because. Who's going to be the quarterback next right. year? Is it going to be um, Keenum or is it going to be Bridgewater? Right. Uh, or even Bradford. Or even Bradford. Yeah, who knows? You know? And with the three of them there, I feel like the Vikings might almost struggle to figure out, hey, who do we want to have as our main quarterback? And right. I think that... they got to make a decision. Exactly. Yeah. And I think maybe if you, if you jumble them too much, uh, the wide receivers might miss out. So yeah. that was one of mine. You guys have any more? Uh, I'm going to say Alex Smith. Uh, that's yeah, not a good yeah, call. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not fair because we don't know where he's gonna go. But you know, he had an amazing season. That's true. And I don't think he stays in KC. And I think the next place he goes to, he won't put up the stats he did this year. That's so. true. Right. He's probably had the best season of his like late career. Oh, for sure. Actually, he's probably had the best season of his career. Right. He went from game manager yeah. to at one point this year being MVP candidate. Exactly. So. Yeah. He, he's get he was my MVP right. pick. Um, like three quarters I'm pretty sure of the season. Brady, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good pick. Call. I don't think any of us had Gurley, really. I mean, no, yeah, I had Wentz, just, Smith, or Brady. He just took it to the next level in the yeah, last quarter yeah. of the season. Pretty much, yeah. Won me my fantasy league, you know. Did, <laughs> I mean, did you yeah. donate? What? Did you donate? No, I should have. I should <laughs> donate. Should. I should donate. Uh, I'll donate. Uh, it's okay. I won a league. I didn't donate. Why <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me it's okay? Oh, thank you. That makes me feel so good. <laughs> um. So uh, anyway, let's go on to some uh, most improved teams. Um. I don't know if you guys might be able to guess from uh, a name we've been talking about, but the 49ers might be an improved team. Yeah. So I, think I definitely agree. I think we've talked about them uh, a little bit too much I in this podcast. Think Vegas has them, like, favored, like, maybe the 11th favorite team or something. Like That's pretty, pretty good. Pretty up there, yeah. yeah. Right below the Seahawks, I feel, I think. 
one spot below. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the Seahawks, yeah. I think and Tommy had a little bet. Uh, a little uh, bet about, uh, they're paying up as we speak. It was, yeah. it was $10 for who's going to win. Seahawks win the division or Rams win the division? Wow. And Rams won the division. However, I did make a bet that Matthew, Matthew Stafford would win his first game in the playoffs this year. And he didn't well, even make it. Well, it's tough to so win it if you don't make it. If you don't yeah. make it. And I, I got to say, I feel like that was somewhat his fault. So I'm going to take five bucks there, obviously, because that was a loss. And uh, <laughs> You hear that, people? <laughs> there's money. There's, there's money. There's the money. Uh, thank you. I'll, I'll take my five, five bucks. <laughs> Here's a dollar. Nice <laughs> guys. Um, but thank you for yep. owning up. That was that was a close. Um, match, ooh, ooh, wait a minute. Wait oh a minute. man, you guys got a. Oh, that's an actual five dollar bill. That's a Lincoln right there. I'm sure <laughs> people can hear from the sound. It's a five dollar bill. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, no, that, that was a close race, and uh, it, I was actually scared when I made the bet because it could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a good bet. Um, and talking about other uh, improved teams, obviously, like, you know, the Rams were one this past season, but I'm going to say the Colts, just based on how they were last they have to. season. They, they, have have to get, they, yeah. they have nowhere else to go. You you know, yeah. yeah, I like, um, I, I think that uh, Indy could definitely jump up there. I also think... Um, the Niners are going to be your most improved team. So yeah, I think I think that's that's <laughs> we've the already Niners touched on choice, it. Yeah. But I think that they're yeah. And then for the final choice that I wanted to uh, ask you guys, yep. will Tom Brady or Bill Belichick, or will they both be back in New England next year? Good, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but if one was to leave, it's Belichick. No, and this is why. I think that Bill Belichick has had enough of Kraft. His whole point and his whole philosophy is that he gets to do whatever he wants because he's the he's the brainiac. He's the one who knows football the best. And as soon as Robert Kraft stepped in, because I do, I do believe the core of that story, that Robert Kraft stepped in and said, Sorry, we're keeping Tom Brady, get rid of Garoppolo, because we don't want it to, like, threaten his presence or whatever. And I think that Belichick, after hearing that, is done. He just he wants to go to a place where he can um, be the brains of the operation, the general manager, the coach. Not only that, where he's not told what to do. And on top of that, he wants to separate himself from Brady. I truly believe he wants to solidify his reputation as the best coach ever. By winning without Brady. And I think the way he does that is outside of the Patriots. Let me throw a cur- curveball. He All becomes right. a Niners next head coach. Ooh, and Shanahan's your offensive coordinator. Another reason that he would have only given, gotten a second round pick. Because you know what? He's playing for his other... Or he's training Imagine. for his future team. Wow. And now, I, and I completely <laughs> love that storyline. I love that. I, I've heard that. And then like I was like, that's perfect because... He, that's why, people were like, why do you only get a second round pick? Why do you only get a second round pick? Well, because I'm trading for my future <laughs> there's, there's I'm going to go there, yeah. There's two scenarios where Belichick isn't back. One, he says, screw it, I'm going on my boat to Nantucket and I'm never talking to you guys again, and retires. That's true. Or he gets a call from the Giants, the Giants give him full, full control of the roster, and he goes to the Giants. But yeah. I, I still think he's staying. Or he goes to the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan runs the <laughs> offense. Right. He runs the defense. Which is the preferred and choice. And they win the next five Super Bowls. All oh, right. Man. I mean, I, I could easily see that happen. That'd be awesome. Ugh. But if he left New England, does that mean uh, McDaniels? Becomes a head coach. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think much. that's. I think we we all kind of agree that uh, McDaniel's could go to Indy. It'd be good, but nobody thinks he's going to. Right. And it could be because Belichick is is leaving. He's like maybe he even told Kraft. He's like, hey, I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> I'm done. It's too bad he didn't become the Niners head coach last year. McDaniel's. He yeah, possibly could have ended up with Jimmy G. I and... think they got. I think they. Oh, that was another storyline for why people thought that he didn't trade him, um, Jimmy G, to the Browns because the Browns might have been getting rid of their coach. And that McDaniels oh, could have wow. ended up with Jimmy G in Cleveland right. and been an actual right. threat to them. Right, yeah. Uh, I heard that storyline, which may actually kind of make sense to me. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah. Um, overall, I think Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. I, I think agree. Tom Brady sucks donkey dick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. He sucks Alex Guerrero's donkey dick. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> That's probably accurate. <laughs> probably accurate. Uh. All right, you guys. Well, thanks for coming down, and uh, I-, I like the podcast. Excellent, I always man. like talking sports, so yeah. uh, awesome. Get the fuck out of here. Have a good <laughs> <day>. <laughs> See ya.